0: Stay at home.
1: to the real mama pod. I'm your host Devin and I'm your host Kendra. We are real moms sharing real experiences. The things, the things people, people don't tell, tell you. Hey mama, hey. Hey mama. Hey friend, what's hey. up? Nothing. <laughs> Just nothing. <laughs> this guy the sky yeah. is up and the limit. The See, sky you, is the
2: limit. You caught me off guard because I was going to say I'm super excited. And then. No, no,
1: super. We're not super. Ex- we are super excited today, but we're using different words. Yes, yes. Me and Devin are challenging ourselves to use different words because when we listen to ourselves on Thursdays, we're like, damn, we keep saying the same stuff. Yeah. We I promise our vocabulary is far more. <laughs> far larger than, it's far more extensive. See, that's the better There we one. go. It's far more extensive than um, what we show. But yeah. Well, <laughs> we have
2: a guest. We have a guest, y'all. Y'all yes. can hear and see. Yes, her. Isn't she beautiful? Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous. The vibrant red. Oh, yes. I love it. The black and white, <laughs> you know. So we have my line sister, Anna Marie, in Gala Bay. Okay, so Anna Marie is zero waste, okay, and she's gonna talk to us about being zero waste and a zero waste mama, okay. Mm. She also has amazing birth stories, so we're gonna dive into that. Okay. And like, I mean, she's been interviewed by so many people.
1: So I feel so special having her to here. have her
2: here, I mean, like CNN, okay, CNN. Yes, girl, you can Google her. Okay, well, <laughs> she has a whole community. Okay, don't get it twisted. Okay, she, I know. I don't think I realized she was on CNN. Yes. Yeah. Give me a high five. (laughs) Sprinkling that magic, girl. Yes. So I, and she's also one of my favorite line sisters. So we are super close. Yay. And it's so crazy to see her embark on this journey because I remember when she first went vegan and started Mm -hmm. Zero Waste, it was like challenges, challenging us not to use like paper plates and paper towels Mm -hmm. and giving us things like You need to go to this restaurant and use this tin uh, bowl. (laughs) So, and just like really being serious about her lifestyle, and really just like educating people and conscious about the earth, and then also not making us feel bad about our personal choices. Right, Mm -hmm. meeting us at where wherever we are, just like Mm -hmm. okay, well, you can kind of change this and change that. But because of her, I don't use paper plates now. I still use paper towels, but yeah, we, that's I a try journey. to use my Always. yeah, that is a journey. and I try to use my little towel she gave me. You know, but uh, <laughs> it's a journey and it's a process. But I can say I probably don't use paper plates anymore yeah. because of her. I don't so. use
1: paper plates unless yeah, we have like and I even when we have our functions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I still find myself like using glass plates, yeah. but. If it's like a large family event, I ain't washing all the dishes, (laughs) but I do not buy paper plates like on a regular, I don't, or plastic where everything is like natural, like metal, whatever. So yes, we have a lot to talk about with
2: you. So we're going to get right into it. This episode is perfect for the month of April like Earth Day and all of that, so I'm just I'm happy. We have
1: all our green. Yes. Floral. (laughs) Mm. I'm loving it. Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. (laughs) So, Anna Marie. Okay. You have to be
0: formal. Mm -hmm. Uh, But can you (laughs) tell us, briefly tell us about your journey to motherhood? Yeah. Um, My journey to motherhood, the first thing that comes to my mind is um, Queen Afua and her book is, is, what is the name of that book actually? It's okay. I'm we can tag me, like, it later. The Queen of Fools book, and um, I read it when I was probably in my early 20s, like straight out of college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the book is like, if you want, you know, a great womb and all this kind of stuff, you got to like, you know, eat all, drink all these herbs and tonics and, you know, say goodbye to the cheese and dairy and all that kind of stuff. And I was, was like 23, 24, and I was like, mm, me. <laughs> you know, um... But it stuck, the, the, the principles in that book pretty much stuck with me um, and really was the catalyst of my motherhood journey outside of my own mom. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, her literal saying is that I grew up wanting to be a mom. And Aww. I thought that was always inspiring, you right. know. Mm-hmm. And so that was, you know, the impetus of what I would say was my own journey was that book. And then, you know, um, knowing I always wanted to be a mother was very important. And um, you know, you go through your twenties, you live your life, you say maybe it's gonna happen, maybe it's not. You know, mm-hmm. you never really know. And um, let's see, last two years or now three years ago, I guess, um, when I met my husband, we started doing a lot of intense work together, like spiritual work, physical work. We we started to embrace like very strict diets, and in, in it wasn't like an ongoing thing, but it was mm-hmm. just like every now and then, let's hit reset, reset mm-hmm. let's detox, let's, you know, um, take some time and do some inspir- some spiritual work together, you know, um, to think about what it is that we envision together, you right. know, mm-hmm. and all of those things kind of just sparked us into, like, you know, embracing marriagehood, and, you know, um, you know ironically, like, we um, were going to go get our marriage license. and um, I'm pretty sure I conceived the day before. (laughs) You know, um, after that, it was pretty much on and popping. Right. Yeah. Um, I just took a trip to California with my big sister. We both were born in California. Mm -hmm. We had been wanting to do this, like, homecoming trip to California, and I was Hmm. like, she was the first person I was really sharing with about the experience, like, yeah, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. And, you know, it felt like California and my sister kind of gave us that blessing. You know, mm. it was like, okay, let's, you know, roll with it. So, um, you know, pregnancy, um, home buying process, and marriage kind of happened all right. at the at same, same time.
1: Wow, three um, big things. Three big things. Okay, <laughs> hey, I'm like,
0: the, this is the triple adulting yes. <laughs> experience in one um, moment. But, you know, my birthing journey... You know, what I wanted to make sure I did was uh, feel fearless about the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, early on, I had fears because I was like, there's only one way this baby comes out of here. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, once you're pregnant, you're like, yeah. wait a minute. Like, at some point, this baby has to come out of here. Right. And it, you know, it it scared me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's scary. And I had to say, you know, what what's scary about it? What's fear, what is the fear mm-hmm. about And if you can make actions to those fears, then you can release your fear. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my biggest fears were around, like, the baby taking a really long time to labor and, you know, not coming out easy or, you know, we all are, you know, intimately familiar with uh, maternal death, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was a fear. I think that's a fear for all of us, particularly black women, you know, Mm -hmm. we, are more prone to have those experiences, Um, whether Mm -hmm. it's because of, you know, systemic racism in the medical system and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. that was a fear, too. And so I said, okay, well, just, you know, it sounds like you just need to make sure you're drinking your water and, Mm -hmm. you know, eating your foods and doing your squats and, Mm -hmm. you know, taking those, like, foods that are super um, squishy and, you know, mucilid so the baby just slides out, (laughs) (laughs) you know. And that was my approach to it. And, um, you know, day of, the, the day I'm delivering, you know, I'm pretty much chill the whole day. Right. You know, my mom's in the room or she's around and she's just like, I didn't labor that long, you know, so no. you're not going to labor that long. But I'm like <laughs> trying to, you know, have I had an expectation that for whatever reason it was going to take a long time for right. me to labor. Mm-hmm. And, um. You know, I pretty much labored throughout the day. The contractions were there, but they never really felt um, a- alarming to me right. that I felt like, okay, I'm really in, like, real labor, active labor. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time I was, like, really, when I really was like, oh, no, you're having a baby, girl, <laughs> um, he probably stilled out, like... 40, within 45 minutes of wow. me really wow. digesting and be like, oh, no, you're ready. You're, mm-hmm. you're actually, no, today, right now, right yeah. now is when the baby's coming. So, um, you know, in in my birth the day, you mm-hmm. know, um, I, I just had no fear, right. you know. Mm-hmm. I did have a home birth, and it was supposed to be, like, a water birth in, like, a pool mm-hmm. and stuff that we typically see on, like, you know, Instagram and such, and <laughs> we um, did not make it to the pool. You right. know, I had the baby in my bathtub. Wow. Um, wow. Because I, one part of it was just I was expecting this long labor process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, filling up a pool yeah. of for warm water right. is, you know, functionally, <laughs> you got to really start that, that like time. <laughs> yesterday. So, you know, um at the time when I really started to contract and stuff like that, um, we filling up the pool. It's ice cold because it's February 18th. Right. And I'm like,
1: girl. Wow, he's about to be one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i
0: coming up on a- um, his birthday, my anniversary of, you know, birthing him. Mm-hmm. And um, that. Yeah. You got to be celebrated, too. Yes, that's that. my yeah. anniversary.
1: Yeah. The birthday. Yeah. So, yes.
0: And, um. Yeah, the process was just, you know, easy. I think not I not say easy. It was like it 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 was a certain flow to it of okay. ease because I had no fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you, when people talk about, you know, birth You know, what we're now seeing is this holistic approach. It's not just about the canal and, you know, your cervix and stuff. It's like literally it starts with your pituitary gland Mm -hmm. and and its ability to release oxytocin. Mm -hmm. To be able to give you the love hormones. To make your (laughs) body feel like, all right, we're good to go. And so being able to set myself up throughout my pregnancy to release my fears. And to more than just release them and say they're not going to be mine, but take responsibility and saying whatever you do fear, create a habit that will help to prevent that thing. Mm -hmm. When it came to birth time, I was fearless. Right. To the point that my midwife wasn't even there. Right. (laughs) I literally gave birth with my husband, my mom, and my doula in the room. And it, you know, I I, I hear stories of women who have, you know, birth, stillborn, Mm -hmm. and they talk about how, they were waiting for the midwife to come in and the midwife mm-hmm. didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And that can I can see how that can stop your pituitary gland from releasing oxytocin. Right. You're like, where's the person, the expert on this? Right. right.
1: You know? The person I feel like I, I need right. to have my my baby.
0: And I think what I had um mentally set up for long in the in the journey in my pregnancy was like this is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. This isn't you and the baby. These are this right. is your collective responsibility. Even mm-hmm. my husband, to an extent, is kind of removed out of that bubble in that right. moment where mm-hmm. it's like it's literally my body pushing out his body, yeah. and to have that responsibility allow for me to like not stress. About anything else. Mm-hmm. And so when I felt him coming, I was like, okay, I'm sorry I've been missing signals all day long. Like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> let me go ahead and let you out, you know? Right. And, um, you know, my, my midwife showed up, you know, very soon after. And, you know, her assistant showed up actually um, sooner than she did and was able to just make, you know, check him and make sure he was breathing right and suck out all of the um, fluid and fluids and, in mm-hmm. his mouth. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like it was a beautiful process. I, I absolutely loved it. You mm-hmm. know, every part of it. My husband, like he said before we even got pregnant, like, yeah, when we get pregnant, I just wanted to be me and you delivering a baby. And I was like, mm, I'm, not <laughs> that on girl. That. I'm actually, you know, I would love a midwife, an mm-hmm. expert in the room. And just ironically enough, yeah, like we ended up happening. Up, you know, and the experts being like my longtime homegirl, sister friend, um Andrea, who is, you know, blessed with five babies, and she has been helping and supporting women um, with mm. her doula talents for years. Uh, so it was an honor to have her in the room and then to have my mom yeah. in the room.
1: Yeah. yeah. Moms are, mom. are great. Yeah. With, like The literal person who yeah. <laughs> did this to me, right. you know, right.
0: decades ago, is now sitting in the room, yeah. you know. like So, you know, d- people talk about d- a divine calling and divine experiences like, I don't doubt that the experience was absolutely divine. So I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. Like, ooh. I
1: love that. <laughs> babies are... Everything. We, we, we definitely want to dive into your lifestyle. Yes. So you live a zero waste lifestyle. Mm -hmm. What is that to our listeners? Because I'm sure many of them are like, what the hell is zero waste? And how did you get into a space of wanting to live a zero life or zero life? Mm -hmm. We want to live a life, a (laughs) zero waste lifestyle.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, I started it um, in 2013, so we're coming up. This is my 10 year. It's a this is a 10 year anniversary, so it's also interesting that I'm like mm. coming up on a year mark of Mother. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, 10 years of doing it, and it initially started out with uh, I started Fort Negrita. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now, you know, a cooperative business that I um, am a co-member of or co-owner of, but initially it was a blog, a lifestyle <laughs> blog focused on environmentalism. Um, one of my homegirls, she actually told me about this woman who was living like a zero-waste lifestyle, and she had already known I had started Fort Negrita, so she was like, I think you might like this. So it kind of initially started with learning about this, you know, woman in maybe Connecticut or something, and she was living a zero-waste lifestyle, and I was so attracted to it, or right. it was appealing to me because um, we understand that the environmental issues, the burdens, and all that kind of stuff are bigger, much bigger than whether or not you bring a reusable water bottle, right? Right. It's, we're talking about, like, transforming the earth, <laughs> increasing the temperatures, you know, at a drastic rate. And, um, but it was something about the, the act that, for me, that said, okay, if I'm going to do this as an individual, this is some of the best practices that I can have. Mm. So I committed to the zero-waste lifestyle, um, at one point fitting, like, all of my trash into a 32-ounce mason jar. I remember that. <laughs> <so bad. laughs> um, and it was intense, you know, and I'm not quite there at, at, at all, you know, at this point. You know, I've definitely become more relaxed in the practice, but part of that is because, you know, it's, it's a difficult lifestyle, yeah. you know, and particularly for someone... Um, you know doesn't have privileges Mm -hmm. white privilege upper class privilege Mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense for me to kind of punish myself on a daily basis in that way right so now zero waste life looks like you know using cloth towels over paper towels Mm -hmm. or you know always having my reusable water bottle and a reusable spork to be able to eat without using you know plastic cutlery and that kind of thing um it looks like you know thrifting instead of buying new or borrowing 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 something <laughs> instead of buying it. Mm-hmm. You know that is the zero waste life for me now. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, even in motherhood, it's been a practice mm-hmm. of doing that as well. Okay,
1: you did. You
2: <laughs> did, and you actually answered my next question about um, has it changed since you had your son. So, <laughs> I'm going to ask you my next question. So, does your partner partake in this lifestyle as well? Does he agree with it? Um, I know you said when you all met, you kind of did the same line of work. So, was it easy to, like, kind of mesh or was there some resistance? Like, what did that look like? How
0: did you get him on board? No, yeah, it wasn't difficult at all. I think um, it's a it's a sensible practice, mm-hmm. you know, especially for someone who is uh, just as invested in the earth as you are. Right. Mm-hmm that you know it makes sense so okay. i think um for him it was more so just seeing the habits of like okay now that the towels are clean they're in this drawer you know what okay. i mean and then this is where you put them when they're dirty and then we wash them all over again so i think mm-hmm. creating a system it, systems, it sounds yeah yeah mm-hmm. we're really helpful in that process um to to make it smooth but he's you know all on board and i think in some ways, sometimes he's more zeroist than I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's been a really smooth process and harmonious. And so I'm really grateful for
2: him. I love that. And yeah. sometimes with men, too, they'll surprise us. So it's they like, do. once you get their system in order and they can mm-hmm. follow it,
1: like, yeah. they, they're like, okay, I, I think I can do this. And sometimes yeah. they go overboard. So they yeah. no, <laughs> no, commit, no, they commit. Yeah, when they commit, they commit. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, we found that with... um the diapering, okay. So cloth diapers, mm-hmm. we use um, cloth diapers all all the time, okay. And <laughs> we had said, I told myself, you know, before having the baby, I said, you know, if it if it feels too much, right? right. If it's a hindrance, if it's just like not feasible to do this. Mm-hmm. We can alternate, you know, if it means that, you know, sometimes when we're out or whatever, we give ourselves grace Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. not use them. Or if we're traveling and we don't want to use them, we can make that choice. Right. Yeah. And so after the baby was born, like day two, he comes in. He's like, yeah, I don't think this is going (laughs) to (laughs) work. And I was like, what? (laughs) You know, I'm like, I did say, you know, right. we give ourselves some grace,
1: but two days. Because oh, yeah. when, when they're that young, they right. are running Poop through a whole and box of diapers in like every a couple hour, of days. But <laughs> literally you're bathroom. changing
0: and they're like, <laughs> yep. I'm like, so I was like, okay, well, just give us like a week to like get the process together because yeah. we just really <laughs> didn't have a process, yeah. you know. I was like, give us a week. Let's figure out the process and then, you know, go from there. And you know, sure enough we figured out a process and it was really helpful mm-hmm. to have that and you know, he's pretty much on it. Um, at this point, you know, he takes he does most of the diaper washing, honestly. Oh, wow. Like he's he he has a rhythm to it at this point, I guess. Right. Like in the mornings when he's getting up for work, it's you know, I'm already hearing the wash machine going, right. yeah. Room, so it, it works, um, but yeah, he definitely was like day two. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> so with the diapering,
2: like, so when you travel, do you use um, we disposable we, diapers? We've or?
0: traveled, yeah, and we've used the reusables. Oh wow! So we <laughs> initially we took a couple trips. One trip, um, we went home. Well, went to Maryland to you know my home, um, family home, and um, you know it, it wasn't a thing to think about. If we could do it or not, because we knew we were going to be at my mom's Mm -hmm. and my parents' house, and so it just made sense, and we were driving, so it wasn't, like, a thing. It really wasn't a thing. Right. Um, We just had, we usually have a bucket for, like, dirty diapers Mm -hmm. until it's time to get cleaned, Mm -hmm. and so we brought that along. It was an easy process, but then we went to Arizona, um, we were staying at a hotel, not even like an Airbnb. So mm. um, I think they had a washer and dryer on site, but not anything like you know in the room. Right. And then we were flying, so oh, okay. it was kind of like, yeah, we gotta yeah. get something. We just <laughs> <Yeah>. throw <laughs> throw it. <away. laughs> well, see, I wanted to, but then I also, um I have a homegirl who she's done all reusable diapers. Oh wow! Hmm. So she's kind of like. I'm not going to say she's my competition, but she's just like she's definitely my motivation motivation Uh to say, you know, no, doing this and I can do this, too, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, she's give you know, she's giving me tools. She's giving me resources like this is the best way to do it if you're traveling. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of took some of her input. And I said, you know, at the end of the day, if I crash and burn in the middle of Arizona and go and purchase a, a disposable diaper. Yeah. It's not that'll world. be what it is. Right. You yeah. know? Um, so I think I've always given myself grace in that process. Right. But yeah. at the same time, I'm still gonna like try, try
1: your best absolutely to do
0: it. So wow, look at that. Cause it. I would have yeah. been like,
1: okay. Right, like just yeah. where is Target? Yeah. I
2: <laughs> at that point the dollar store. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even need a Target. Take oh, it to me the something. Dollar
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. So the I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a question about. So I'm sure there are moms listening now, and they're like I'm interested. I'm curious about the zero waste lifestyle, but I don't. I don't know where to begin. I don't know, like, if this is for me, if it's not. How? What would you suggest to her? Like, how could she start that journey?
0: Yes. Um, I would say. I always tell, even even without being a mom, I always tell people to do an assessment of just like, what are you wasting? What right? mm-hmm. are you creating a lot? Generating a lot of like materials with you know it could be like purchasing a bunch of clothes or you know throwing away a bunch of water bottles you know whatever it is just kind of make an assessment do like a trash audit if right. you will mm. like where where am i seeing a pile up of stuff and also um even if it's not a pile up in the trash can it could be like a corner of just like toys you know and then make decisions on like how do you want to minimize that you right. know um Examples might be, you know, maybe getting into the whole Marie Kondo uh, tidying Um, kind of thing of saying, like, I'll minimize the amount of things that the baby has, mm -hmm. like a chest. Right. You know, that can be an example of zero wasting for a mom. Um, Another example could be, you know, instead of maybe purchasing individual water bottles, maybe you uh, subscribe to, like, a water tank, you know, system, and that can kind of come to your door on a daily or how frequently, you know, however frequent. Yeah. So things like that, like do an audit and then just say like, how could I change these things? But Mm -hmm. thinking about what's realistic, especially for a mom, you know what I mean? Don't sign up to say you're going to go 100% zero waste diapers. If it just doesn't fit, you know, if it doesn't fit for your lifestyle, you don't have the, um, you know, capacity to do it. Just don't even set yourself up for failure because then you'll, not you'll you'll turn your back to it and just say, oh, it wasn't for me. Right. Mm-hmm. When it just was that the the cloth diapering wasn't for you, but you know maybe something a little bit more um, palatable or easier to do right. can work for you. You
1: know, it's just yeah. about
0: doing because ultimately, you know, you are carving out a life for seven generations ahead, mm-hmm. including your baby. You know, and your babies. So you're thinking about what is the world that I'm creating for them. And, and it starts in the household. It yes. starts with, like, these little habits of saying, like, I'm going a, I'm to a have less water bottles. I'm going to, you know, switch to paper towels or from paper towels just because, you know, ultimately we are – this is their world. We're just kind of borrowing it for another, you know, set of years. But right. they're ultimately going to be here longer than we are. Yeah. So yeah. if we can kind of think of with them in mind, what is what is the world that I'm creating for them? Do I want them to live in a trashy world? a world of you know extreme weather and climate change or do I want them to be in a stable space a safe space do I want this world to feel good to them
1: yeah Yeah. it sounds like you want your son to adopt a similar lifestyle
0: yeah you know I want him to I think I want him to be in a in a I I think I want it to be the standard okay (laughs) you know overall that you know and not that the standard be that everyone is, you know, practicing extreme zero waste practices, but that it is easier to be eco-friendly, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, you don't have to go out of your way, like, you know, the 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 products that are sold on the, the shelf right. are naturally just eco-friendly, yeah. like all yeah. of them, yeah. not that, you know, you have to pay more and go to a specific store to get the organic whatever, whatever, like... Right. I just want it to be more normalized. So that yeah. is the life that I want, that I hope that I'm hoping to shape up for him and his generation mm-hmm. is a world that is. It's easier to be eco. It's thoughtless to be yeah. eco friendly because yeah. what what else are we doing if we we're not protecting the place that's like giving us a habitat, a home, right? You know? Right. So right. Yeah. I do
1: try. I, try. I try my hardest. Yeah. Like it. That's water bottles. Like we live in Georgia, and um. I lived in Missouri prior to Georgia and they actually recycled in Missouri. So we had our recycle bin and then obviously our our waste bin, but it's not, at least for me, I haven't known it to be as easy to recycle here, right? So water bottles, like they, I feel so terrible when I'm drinking out of a water bottle and I have to throw it in the trash because there's not an option for me to use like a, a recycle bin. So I do, I try my hardest uh, yeah. to be eco-friendly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's
0: something there, like, you know, f- families, mothers, parents, like, advocating at your co- city council meetings or whatever to say, you know, we want a place to put recyclables, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, that's simple, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And that's that's what I mean as far as, like, more systemic changes versus mm-hmm. just the small individual changes. Right. Yeah. It's like we got to see corporations and institutions government entities those right. creating um you know larger change so that it's effortless right. yeah. to recycle you know it's almost yeah. like you know making the trash can obsolete and, and instead you have like these materials are going to go back and be plastic right additional mm-hmm. plastics these ones will be paper or whatever yeah. like mm-hmm. stop making packaging that's only you know made to be used one time and right. can't be recycled right you know? yeah to stop it. And that part of that is, you know, as a parent, as a mom is saying, you know, is taking those steps to be an advocate in different rooms, mm-hmm. you know, as, as, you know, a spokesperson for yourself and your family, mm-hmm. you know, to say, Hey, I want a cleaner city right. and I want a city that is Greener, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. Um, and we know it exists, right? right? We've seen places, Missouri, you've lived in Missouri, we know Washington and California mm-hmm. are just yeah. like yeah. West Coast, speeds got it, speed, got it. they got <laughs> it. they got it a lot. There's speeds ahead of us, and you know, we are in the south, you yeah. know, which you know is slower, it's a global you know the the gateway to the global south and such but honestly if we think about you know our southern elders they're the most zero waste yeah. most eco-friendly yeah. people i've ever met especially yeah. in the
1: kitchen okay <laughs> yeah. so yeah, you know true.
0: it's 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 here it's just about kind of amplifying it and okay. positioning ourselves you know as moms to um speak up for ourselves our families our Seven generations
1: of ahead. Seven yeah. generations. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I didn't know that either. So that's a tip to take away. Are you looking for a place to go, like on vacation or with your girls?
2: Uh, of course. I'm always looking to kick it with my girls e- or my man. Yeah,
1: Or, yes, mm-hmm. or your boo. Well, if you are in search of a vacation planner, we have the perfect person for you. And that is KT Travel and More.
2: Yes. Stephanie is fabulous and thorough. Very. And she will make sure you have the best time on your vacation. Yes. Yo, if you have a destination wedding you're trying yes. to plan, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anniversary, couple's yes. trips, baby all moon. That.
1: Baby moon. Yeah. She got you. She got you all the way. So
2: check out KT Travel and more. So, too, so you talked about a little bit your son following your footsteps. Before you had him, like what steps did you take? To make sure you were zero waste so did you get like donated items or what did that look like
0: yeah 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 (laughs) 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 laughing Devin gave me a ton of stuff oh my gosh um yes hand-me-downs forever for life yeah okay Mm -hmm. um it's that was a big part of it um I didn't want people to purchase new stuff Mm -hmm. and a big reason for that was just because of how temporary yeah, a lot of that stuff is. It I can't bang. tell you how much stuff I've already retired, and yeah. he's not even—he's eleven months. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, wow, yeah. you know. And if if every single mom every time they're having a baby are purchasing these things that last for months, yeah, you know, that's just really wild to me. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, I'm I'm like, no, we're always going to go what is what is already out there now. Right. If I can't gather what yeah. I need from you know, try from community. And yeah. then of course, you know, I'll purchase it or, and whatnot. But you know, that's always going to be my go-to. And yeah. honestly, I love that. There's other moms who are like ready to get it off their hands. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was ready. I'm, I said, I'm, you need mom. what?
1: Here you go. <laughs> Wait, what else? Do you need <laughs> you
0: anything? Mess mess up? Mess up? Absolutely. <laughs> and it's just, now it's just, you know, I'll create a system where I can hopefully always get things hand me down. Yeah. You yeah. And, I hope that my son can see the value in that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it not be like, oh, mom, like, you know, it, it, and I don't want him to feel like he can't have new things. Right. That's not the point. And, right. you know, I'm never going to be the mom that's like hammering down on him, like a right. particular lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. but right. I do want him to see the value in like, look at this exchange right. of community. And then this kind of I'm, I'm definitely, you know, here for anti-capitalism to say, like, no, we won't keep. Why why are you taking money from moms every three months right. to purchase all of these things to make you billions of dollars? Right. You yeah. know, like we are out here just trying to like scrap up and take care of these babies and raise humans, right? You know? So it, it's definitely a little bit of a like fight like the system kind of thing. I yeah. love but just that. in this very ease of like loving way, yeah. you know, of alternative. It's like, no, I already know it's a high chair out there for me. Right. I already you know it's, like you know, all of these things exist. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people, it, in in thro- I can't even tell you at this point, I have to tell people, like, I have enough stuff. You know? Right. But it's making me think of, like, a, a having some kind of something, like a container to say, this is where moms can go. Go, oh, to get things. To get things, you know. I love that. In a very a organized building, way. Yeah, some, some, yeah. Some yeah. something,
1: it's like, show up and get what you need. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Oh man. Mm-hmm. This is good conversation. Oh, um you. so what are some things we can do to support our habitat mm-hmm. and support this zero waste movement? Like what can we do? What can our listeners do? What can the world do?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, definitely on the, think about, you know, think about your contributions to the earth on mm-hmm. a like individual level. That'll be just you. Like, what am I doing? Um, how, what's my mentality? Mm-hmm. You know, do I even acknowledge earth and how my ways might, you know, impact it? Mm-hmm. And then think about it in concentric circles. And then you go out to like your nuclear family and say, how are we doing? You know, right. in that whole realm of protecting the earth and, you know, conserving resources. And then think about okay, go out one more. How's my extended family doing? Right. You yeah. Know, what am I saying at the dinner table with my family that, you know, encourages them to like stop using paper towel I mean right. paper um, plates when, you know, it's a small enough gathering, you right. know? Mm-hmm. So think about it like that. And then as you get out, you got your external family and then you have like your neighbors mm-hmm. and your community members and the other people that live in your um in your uh your your uh, municipality excuse me mm-hmm. so then you start thinking about well who am I voting for right you know, what are they th- are they pro- Where's their priorities for you know the environment mm-hmm. um, I want to see that on their platform um, and then so you go out kind of in these concentric circles part of it is also like when you go and purchase purchase things your purchasing has power you know mm-hmm. your dollar yeah. has power we hear mm-hmm. that all the time and so you know buying the more earth friendly product, you mm-hmm. know, and it's hard, right? Yeah. Because it's a fine line between like real, you know, authentic right. green products mm-hmm. and greenwashing right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do have to be careful, but right. even, you know, the greenwashing products, though they're not, you know, the best, it's telling, you know, those big corporations, yeah. like they're preferring the, the yeah. more green options so maybe if I move all of the diapers and make all of the diapers green versus just like having it selective Mm -hmm. yeah then that'll transform the whole you know industry
2: yeah I love that
0: so I think my last question will be
2: around global warming right so we're it's like a buzzword right now and so one do you think it's real and two like how can we prevent this from happening you said seven generations and that's like sticking with me Mm -hmm. um so how do we protect our babies and our seven generations and their babies and their babies and a babies and a babies like how do we stop this because to me it's real and it's getting outrageous like i don't remember weather being this extreme like we should not
1: be wearing short (laughs) sleeve shirts in february right and then the next day, we're in sh- like in in a hoodie and right. a coat. Like which which one? What which one right. are we doing, on Earth? Like are we? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Love your intake on that. Yeah. Um, global
0: warming, as a geographer trained, <laughs> <laughs> trained in, in you know looking at climatology, I'm going to tell you absolutely mm-hmm. global warming is mm-hmm. happening. Um, you know, if we look at the industrial era, which was like starting in the late 1800s mm-hmm. to now, we see this exacerbated jump in temperature, global, mm-hmm. the um, what they call surface temperature, which is like the temperature of the, it's a formula, basically, it's the average of the temperature of the earth. Right. And they look at it, have looked at it since the late 1800s and have seen a jump, like a hockey stick, mm-hmm. that wasn't there before the industrial period. Wow. So you had this like kind of plateaued line and then all of a sudden... When you started incorporating, you know, uh, the railroads and burning of coal and other natural resources, you Mm -hmm. start to see this jump. Right. Right. And so that's because more carbon is in the air. Carbon Mm -hmm. is a gas. It carries heat. That heat just creates more friction and Mm -hmm. more more heat, more temperature. And so, yes, you're seeing global warming. You're seeing over time that it's getting warmer and warmer. And so um, your next question was around. You know, what can we do? Yeah. You know, the same thing I just said yeah. around mm-hmm. just being active and being aware and conscious, you know, and, um, you know, doing some level of research, taking mm-hmm. it, taking it, taking it into your own hands in, in, in a sense, you know. Um, I, I always tell people I don't know that I'll see a change or see, you know, climate change you know, decrease in my lifetime. I may or may not see it, but I continue to work towards that. Yeah. Um, And that's ultimately all that we can do. Right. It's not about burning yourself out. And that's part of the reason why my zero waste life doesn't look like a 32 ounce mason jar of trash anymore, because I'm not going to burn out. Right. You know, my own existence trying to, you know, um, counter something that is this big conglomerate monster yeah you know what I mean it's only one of you it's only one of me you know and And I'm not
1: gonna kill myself like I'm gonna fight the cause or fight for the cause I'm gonna speak
0: up and all that good stuff but I'm not about to like wither away yeah because Mm -hmm. of that so um you know just being active being knowledgeable doing reading um uh you know challenging uh, voting for your officials and then challenging them when they don't show up in the ways that they say yeah. they will mm-hmm. um it is about sometimes like sometimes i'll randomly write letters to corporations and they're <laughs> nice i won't be nasty with <laughs> her, you know, i keep it clean <laughs> but you know sometimes i'm just like hey you know one time i wrote i wrote to um spirit mm-hmm. and i told spirit because spirit airlines You know, we all love to hate them, hate to love them, right? (laughs) Right. We all say we're never doing it again, (laughs) right? It's $20. (laughs) You're like, okay, I might be able to make it work. So what I think
1: I can do with the (laughs) math.
0: Zero waste dollars. (laughs) Okay. And um, so, this is a while back. I wrote them. They were beforehand, they were like promoting ourselves as like an eco friendly, the most eco friendly airline, and they still do. But, um, at the time, they didn't have an app or anything for their for their uh, ticketing. You either okay, had to print like print it out or at your go house to the desk or, or you pay, pay them and pay them ten dollars. <laughs> they have the nerve to and say I, they're the most eco friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote them and the said, paper. "Okay, <laughs> I get it. You know, whatever. Um, but if you all are claiming to be the most eco friendly, like organization or company or airline, whatever." Um, why do I have to either print it or pay for y'all right. to print it when there's technology that right. should allow for me to just access it for free? You right.
1: might've been a part of
0: the movement to get that, them.
1: That's what I think. That's what i think.
2: Yeah. Like you need to write them back and tell them to pay you.
1: Well,
0: that
1: and <laughs> the nerve idea. of them to say they're the most eco. First of all, they're not giving away anything. <laughs> right. So it's not like they're giving away stuff and they're doing that in an eco-friendly Nothing. way. If you got, if you thirsty right. and you want some water, you going to pay them we'll for a bottle a of water okay. so that's uh, yep. let's move on yep mm-hmm. yep yep okay so just <laughs> just be just be an
0: advocate you know yeah. a lot of us don't see ourselves as you know uh We don't see ourselves as the leader of a movement, but we are the leaders of a movement. We are. We We are. We We have to. We have to. Everybody is is a leader. We are advocates for what we want in this world. And then if we don't take charge of that, take Mm -hmm. responsibility of that, you know, making a point to go out of our way to go to an MPU meeting or making it a point to go to the PTA meetings or whatever to inform change Mm right then we just kind of contributing to the status quo wow yeah that
2: was good you said a lot in 30 minutes (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) you said a lot in 30 minutes thank you (laughs) wow
1: so if anyone wants to find you on social media how can they find you yes
0: um, so I personally am on Instagram Ree from the Fort. So that's R E E F O F R O M.
2: We'll tag it in our description, please. Oh. Mama Bray, it's real, y'all. It's, it's so real. They it take your brains out.
1: Vocabulary. Yeah,
2: you lose like, vocabulary. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, you do. You lose. You lose everything. You lose a lot. They take a, a lot, lot from you. Yeah. And it takes a while so. to like build. Your mental, like yes. your, your brain, is so clogged uh, up. Yeah, with the other things. I'm
0: like, taking mush, like mushroom like mushrooms. Yeah, right I saw now, that. To I'm gonna try that. Brain. yeah,
2: because the brain I'm is foggy. Back, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. foggy. I've been, foggy. I've been, mm-hmm.
1: foggy. I've been mm-hmm. looking for where I'm like, friends, Jerry, What am I trying to, to say? Friend. They were like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> don't yeah. ask me because <laughs> yeah. I'm just as foggy. I'm like, okay. you know what I'm talking yeah. about that thing. Yep. No,
0: I don't. So yeah, it's foggy. read from the floor and then. FortNegreta.com is um, the cooperative business I was talking about. Mm-hmm. That uh, We sell functional, environmentally friendly products
1: yes. from okay. various
0: uh, makers and creators. Um, things like herbal tinctures. We have some eco-friendly swag, like your reusable tote bags mm-hmm. and your reusable sporks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do you we still have, have? the have sanitary napkins? We do have the menstrual pads. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, those are all on com, and you can follow Fort Negrita on all social platforms.
1: Yes, yes. We'll love make that. sure all of that information is in our description box. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
2: So all that protecting <laughs> the world <laughs> and the earth yes. and all that stuff, it is time for a Mama, Mama Juice. juice. Yay.
1: So this <laughs> is my <laughs> favorite... While I love talking to our, our guests, this is my, I guess, second favorite part of the show. Aww. So I love a good cocktail. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just me. Um, and everyone knows that. Um, so we made a drink inspired by you and your lifestyle. Um, and the zero waste lifestyle, I should say. We had some leftover herbs, right? Some herbs that were on they were on their way out. <laughs> and I'm like, I love herbal drinks. And I'm like, maybe we should make an herbal cocktail with these herbs that are on their way out. <laughs> and that's what we did. That's so, this perfect. drink is called <laughs> Mama Nature. Yay. So, if y'all can see it, it looks all herbal. It's earthy. It looks all earthy, right? We're like, we got to make something earthy for me. So, it has an ounce of gin. It has a half an ounce of elderflower liqueur. Yes, it's so good. It has a fourth of an ounce of simple syrup. A fourth of an uh, ounce of lime juice from a fresh lime. We use fresh ingredients. Mm-hmm. We have a fourth of an ounce from a grapefruit juice. We have three slices of fresh cucumber. And we have four fresh basil leaves. Mm-hmm. So you put all that in a cocktail shaker. Sh- shaker. Sh- shaker. <laughs> sh- shaker. Is sh- <laughs> <laughs> that the York coming out? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Shake it. Bottle it up, shake it, and pour it over ice. And this is Mama Nature. Uh, so, for Rhee, actually does not drink. Of course so not. She, we're going to have <laughs> to make sure we. are
0: <laughs> currently them. not. Right. right <laughs>
1: protecting her body and the earth. So, if you want the mocktail version of this, you'll have a fourth of an ounce of fresh lime juice. You'll have a fourth of an ounce of fresh grapefruit juice. And you'll have those fresh cucumbers, those fresh basil, and half an ounce of simple syrup. So you same concept, shake it all up, pour it over ice, and that's Mama Nature in the mocktail version. All okay. right, So good. Yeah. So our next segment is Mama's Corner. And, <laughs> and it's a Devin's Favorite. I love
2: Mama's Corner, especially when y'all write in <laughs> and we have guests and the question like matches up to our guests. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing. Right. I'm like, oh my gosh, friend, this works. Anyway, so I'm gonna <laughs> read it. And it says, "Hey, Ken and Dev, I missed y'all so much. Definitely noticing the changes y'all have done with the podcast. Y'all don't (laughs) stop, keep going. Thank you, girl. Okay, right. We are loving it. Yes." Thank you for noticing because we've been working hard. <laughs> um, so for this new season, I wanted to know if you all could have a guest talk about their water birth experience. Ha! Huh? We talked about that earlier a little bit, so we can dig a little deeper. And can y'all uh, can y'all make that happen for your girl? Thanks in advance. So
1: okay, girl. Um,
2: we kind of talked about that, which we didn't know she was going to talk about earlier in her birth story, but we can dig a little deeper. Yeah, and talk about like. How did you find your doula? How did you find your midwife? you kind of discussed why did you want to do a natural birth? And let's talk about was that scary for you like not have I know you say you was wasn't fearful, but like did you ever have any doubt any second that anything can happen because you didn't have this professional there? Mm-hmm. and did you like cuss her out? <laughs> <for> being <late. laughs> I wanna know. like, because I want to know—like, was she scheduled right. there, or <laughs> right. is she like, just? Well, how did she like? Just, just give us that dynamic of because we talked about the water birth and how you p- felt powerful and all that. Mm-hmm. But let's let's break a break down this not having this professional person there and really it's having you, your doula, your husband, and your mom, like. Mm-hmm. Walk us through that, yeah. because that's not what we see on Instagram. Yeah. And then you said you didn't have the tub filled up, girl. Yeah, what? The, like the water tub? Instagram
0: told us something different. different. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. Um, yeah, I think. What do I want to say first? <laughs> um, having releasing expectations mm-hmm. was like huge. Uh, even you know, yeah, it just was huge because it contributed to where my mind was going to be for the day. Right. And because I was just like, whatever, here we are. I'm flowing my, right. only, my only job. I got one job. Right. <laughs> and that's to bring him through um, alive and well. And so everything else kind of just took a backseat. And, um, yeah, part of why I wanted to, I, I didn't really talk about this, but I'll share just around why I wanted to do it was because, I wanted to honor the ancient language that my body understands of giving birth. Like, ancient for mm-hmm. generations past. You know, we talk about seven generations ahead. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk about seven generations behind, you know, wow. have been giving birth. And, you know, without the um, more contemporary medical right. system. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I wanted to do have my birth in that in that practice and give homage um, to the granny midwives um, who have likely birthed all of the presidents of the United States? Who have birthed many people in the South? Um, Oni Lee Logan comes to mind, um, as well as Mary Frances Con- Coley. They were both granny midwives, um, mm-hmm. and their their work was. Um, they were kind of on the tail end of it, but basically, the granny midwife l- work was illegitimized. You know, in like the nineteen 19- 60s or so when they were trying to transfer transfer women to using doctors and nurses and going to medical right. centers, and so a lot of that I was kind of already empowered with in my journey, mm-hmm. so um, that was really helpful. And then for me to have to experience it, you know, without an expert, without a professional in the room. It just was like, well, look, look at that. Isn't that funny? Mm -hmm. You know, it was very ironic. And, you know, I still laugh sometimes because this I really gave birth to him in the same bathtub that I take a shower in (laughs) every day. So sometimes it just comes to Mm. me often that I'm just like, isn't that interesting, you Mm -hmm. know, um, that this happened. But not far off, not off brand for me. You know, my my sisters are like, this is not. (laughs) <laughs> Un- this right. is not you know saw this for you right uh, <laughs> right you we again. saw this for you a <laughs> to right. Bathtub, right you know um i think choosing my doula was a no-brainer right andrea blanton just blessed mm-hmm. okay M- maternally blessed right and it made sense for her to be my doula uh, my mom um she wasn't she was supposed to be there so she had came my mom lives in maryland i mm-hmm. live in georgia in Atlanta. And she was supposed to, um, she came a week before. So right. mm-hmm. um, she, the idea was that she was going to have two weeks there before birth and then two weeks after. But he okay. came a week early. And okay. that was part of the reason why I wasn't convinced that I was delivering. Right. I mean, in mm-hmm. labor yeah. when I was too. Um, but she was there and, you know, my husband was there. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my midwife, she had recommended we read this um this uh, piece of literature and I recommend it for um any mom, anyone who's mm-hmm. pregnant, um the Matrona, which is uh it's uh basically it talks about the unraveling of the birth process okay. and the stages of it. And so it's like at this stage, you know, mom might be kind of cleaning up. She yeah. might be like moving nesting. around yep. nesting <laughs> and stuff. And then stage two looks like this and stage three, right. stage four. And it was really helpful to read that because when I was going through the stages, even though I was somewhat like, I'm not in labor, I could feel right. and be like, this might be stage four. Right. Yeah. And so that was really helpful. Um, and so I definitely encourage women to read that, particularly if, you know, they need some kind of anchoring and grounding because mm-hmm. I was really anchored and grounded. Right. And, you know, if they understand that it's their their job, whether you're in a hospital or in, at home giving birth or a birth center, it's mm-hmm. your job to mm-hmm. get this done. Yeah. Um so just making sure you're like prepped up for that is important. Um my midwife, um she came recommended um through some folks and you know still to this day even with her n- missing out on the birth, I still um completely respect her and honor her and know that she is an asset to mm-hmm. the home birthing community and I try that perspective. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I would have had that. Yeah, like, you, know, girl, you was like I think I, I think I wanted to be At some points, I wanted to be upset. Yeah. But... Your baby's fine. Yeah. And then I just thought about, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. how, you know, people say we make plans, God laughs. Yes. Yeah. -hmm. And also just remembering, like, this is what my husband wanted. Yeah. So, ultimately, the universe was just like, yeah, "Yeah, he did. Let's put this together. Yeah. This is what he wants and, you know, whatever. And um, it all all pretty much worked out. Yeah. Um, I think... uh, just the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. The way it was supposed Perfectly. to. The way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, definitely do your research. Um, if you're going to do a home birth, vet, or if you just, I think I think the same rules apply for home birth as it does for, you know, in hospital. Like, whoever you feel like you want to work with to deliver your baby, like, right. vet them yeah. out. Yeah. You know, don't just go with what is available to yeah. you. Yeah. Like, um, at the end of the day, that has to be a very comfortable, cozy process. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I chose the home birth because I wanted candles. I wanted yeah. a mm. scent. I didn't want this kind of sterile space. Right. I didn't want, mm. you know, these kind of, um, hyper lights right. on mm-hmm. me. Yep. And, you know, I, I didn't know what my flow would be, be like, but I just wanted to be somewhere that I was, um, uninhibited. And, and your then, baby, cause your yeah. baby feeds
1: off he of you. feels uh-huh. that, right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And just thinking about one thing I do want to bring up just I don't know if you all are familiar with that Ick video that came out
1: like at the end of last year. Yeah, the with the nurses. The nurses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And
0: that just, you know, a a lot of um a lot of the conversation around that, particularly in like the home birth and alternative birth. Spaces was like this is why right. mm-hmm. I do the work that I do, right. you know. And mm-hmm. I ended up having to go to the hospital like in the middle of my um, pregnancy at one point. Um, and I remember like when I came to the front desk, like the woman didn't even look at me. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Write your name down and go sit down." And it was just very like, and I was like in my head, like, "This is why I'm not gonna be here." Because <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is what I'm... you know, and it was just kind of like this idea that. Um, You know, the medical system, particularly for black women, you know, like we're just one I want to give. Also, I want to say these names. um, Anarka, Lucy and Bessie, they were three enslaved women who were the basically pet or rat test rats Mm -hmm. for um, the founder or what they call the father of gynecology Mm -hmm. so he created these apparatuses the 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 tongue thing you know with by using them and his idea was that enslaved women black women do not feel pain (laughs) we don't feel pain somehow you know we're magical we are magical (laughs) and so you know because that has not been demystified in the medical system Mm. and you can still have people that even look like you, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. to see that, that video, I'm Mm -hmm. like, half y'all are supposed to be my girls. What you mean? It was disturbing. So, you know, that was also a a big part of me for choosing a home birth, you know? Um, So, yeah, but I I also just want to advocate for either way, you know, Mm -hmm. you do your research and you got to know what What is going to be for you. Because at the end of the day, you got you got a job to do. Yeah, And exactly. you need the perfect circumstance to do that. Yep. If that means you need, you know, a doctor and a, and a um, hospital bed mm-hmm. and everything else, that's what you choose. Right. You mm-hmm. go with what you need because yes. you don't want to be in a space where you're like, oh, I made the wrong decision. In the middle and, of it. Right. When you're literally contracting and right. pushing out a baby because mm-hmm. that baby is going to fill it. Yeah. And, and everyone's that birth is experience is different. different. Yeah. It's different. It's very different. Well, I love that. Thank you
2: so much. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And and great really conversation. Y'all. y'all share this episode, okay? Yes, please. Earth Day, April. <laughs> every day is Earth Day. How about that? Okay. Yes. Not just one come day. Not just <laughs> one yes. month. Every day. Okay. Yes. And like, send us pictures of things that, that you, you all are doing. Like, yeah. I would like to see, and we'll hold each other accountable for that too. Okay. So baby steps, you know. Yep. But Re, you have to come back. Yes. Okay. This <laughs> is great. It was. Thank you so much. We enjoyed y'all. Thank you. Enjoyed you. you. What am I talking about, y'all? You enjoyed me too. Yeah, yes. Yes. (laughs) Enjoyed you all. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Y'all could be anywhere on your Thursday nights, and you are kicking it with us. At The Real Mama Pod. So, friend, where can they find us on the
1: socials? They can find us wherever they like. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and we are at The Real Mama Pod. If you are curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram. Twitter and TikTok. And I'm Kendra Ferguson on Facebook.
2: Okay. And I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow me at DevGrace underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our website if you want to know more about us. Yes. If you want some mama merch, yes. out, we we're in our sweatshirts today. Yes. But we have other things on there. We also have rich auntie merch. So check us out. Yes. Uh, you can reach us at www.therealmamapod.com.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. And if you are listening to us, a- us, of course we need your reviews rate subscribe yes. review us we're on all major platforms yes. and youtube please make sure you leave your review
2: yes we've been working hard on our videos as you if you started with us from day one <laughs> you see, it's just getting better with time so continue to be patient with us and we thank you. Yes. And one last thing if you have something for Mama's Corner, yes,
1: <laughs> please write my friend in Mama's Corner. Yes,
2: you can write us at
1: mama at the realmamapod.com.
2: Yep, that's it. All right. <laughs> until, until next, next time, time,
1: bye.
2: bye.